Dad, did you wash my jersey? Mom, can you sign this paper? It's for school. Is there anything else to eat? So what's this fundraiser for? Ooh, can we stop at the library? So when's our next Disney trip? Hey, Dad, can I ride with you? Did you record the soccer game? We are not getting a cat. The laundry is still out of control. Welcome to the Victory Catch Podcast with Rick and Julie Randa, Season 2. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Victory Couch. My name is Julie Rando. And I'm Rick Rando. And we've made it to another week. Another session on the couch. You guys, it's that time of year. We're almost there. We're, we're celebrating. We have into school year stuff. We have field day. We have all the things, but May- we're getting there. December is almost over. We're getting there. Can you believe it? I know. This is it. Yeah, it is, is, it is crazy when you think of everybody crams everything in, in May. I've never really thought of it like mm-hmm. that, but it's true. Yeah. It is very true. Yeah. When you when you step back and think of all the things that are at the end of the school year, yeah. from plays and report cards and field days and you like know spirit weeks and, and yeah. all that, it's, mm-hmm. it is insanity. I never really took a, like zoomed out, but good job Holderness family for pointing that out because yeah. it's... It's real. Yeah. It is real. It's real. But yes, we are slowly closing that chapter. I'm sure we'll get into it a bit more today. But um, you, do you mind if I start tonight, Rick? I don't mind okay. if you start. In case uh, you're new, what happens is Julie brings two questions to me. I bring two questions to her. We are actually physically on our couch. So we set up our quote unquote studio how we record every single time that we record the podcast. So set up with mics and, you know, all the computers and all the wires and, you know, all the buttons and all that stuff. We're physically on our couch. Yeah, live from our living room. Yeah, friends. it's called the Victory Couch for a reason. So here we are. So what's your first question you bring to me today, Juliana? Well, speaking of it being a very busy time, we just came from a very full week, which ended with our daughter doing lots of performances and uh, she was in the play the music man with a very large cast and lots of things um, you know to take in and to celebrate and yes it's one more part of the busy may but she has now done seven different productions that she's been in she counted them for me over the weekend so that was her seventh production and um, I guess my question to you is directed to dads of theater kids. So you've probably learned some things the last few years watching her in productions. And of course, we did highlight an episode talking about the Junior Theater Festival. But my question to you tonight, especially coming straight off that weekend, was what lessons have you learned from being a theater dad? Wow. Because you know, I'm a soccer mom and you're a theater dad. We all have these different titles. But um, yeah, that's actually one of your titles. So what have you learned from being a theater dad, Rick? Well, um, I learned that it's a lot more intense Mm. the closer you get to the actual show date. So you have rehearsals and tech rehearsals, and then you have to be off script, which means that you can't use your book to do your lines anymore and and your songs and that kind of thing. So that's, you know, that's a verbiage you got to (laughs) know. Also, you may just have to be patient with 
the rest of the family members as they approach the crazy weekend. Um, you should go to almost all of the performances if you are able to. That's right. Even yes. know that you have seen the show not once, not twice, but four times potentially. Um, and that's a good thing because you're in on like the secrets of, oh, this didn't go right or this person <laughs> said their line wrong or this person ad-libbed or their hat fell off. Isn't that funny? You know, so when your daughter's done and she, and she says, well, did you see like Dallas's hat? It, it, it came off wrong or did you, you can be in on that. Otherwise you see it once you're like, well, I didn't know any difference. So mm -hmm. I think being in on like the jokes and I say that in air quotes, that's pretty cool. Uh, to be a dad like in on the, the you know the the inside stuff uh, I also think that just showing somebody grace because of how tired they're going to be and also just how much they pour in yeah. on the stage how they have to know so much from blocking to choreography to lines to timing to uh, stage left stage right exiting um, different props and how that could go wrong or how to use their microphone if they're mic'd or mm -hmm. just so many things go into it. I mean, just so many things. Um, and I, I, I guess I was never really aware of all of the, you know, um, layers to a production. So I think as a dad, it's made me appreciate all the little things, including the sound people, including the people that, um, you know, set up, you know, the stage hands or whatever you call them, um, that set things up, um, tech crew, mm -hmm. um, so I think just being appreciative of the, all of the people that make it, that, that go into the production, I think as a dad is really important. And also to highlight those people too. So when the show is over and of course, everybody goes up to the lead. Everybody says, oh, you were so wonderful and you were so great and so graceful and oh, your voice. But maybe given the fist bump to the stage, you know, crew, mm -hmm. the tech crew or the sound person or the person that designed the lighting, that's just as important. And if your daughter or son um, is one of those people, be super proud. They're part of it. I mean, even the triangle player in the band has an important role. Yeah. So it's There's... not just the, the head trumpeter out there who's got the solo. It's, it's everybody that makes the sound. So um, I, I think the, the last thing is that I always like to try to get flowers for my daughter uh, on her you know, last day or first day or that kind of thing. But I always, I know because other family members are doing the same thing. So I always make sure I'm, I time that where I'm not mm -hmm. stepping on anybody else's toes. That's so good. as yeah. a dad, I want it to be special when it comes from dad, you know, but it doesn't, I don't have to be the star of the show with that. So, so yeah, those are the things that I've learned. That's good. Is that a, is that a good list? Yeah, sure. Hey, I anything mean, you wanted to listen, share? Listen, off the cuff, mm -hmm. you know, this is, you know, this is real. This is real talk on the couch tonight. <laughs> Well, I'll share with you mine lessons that I have from being a theater mom. Just a couple things. I literally listed off um, just a couple things. My first one is kids are so fearless. Just being a theater mom, I'm just reminded of how fearless these children are. Um, those who perform with her range as young as she is, uh, maybe a hair younger and all the way up to 18 and just to see the fearlessness and the confidence that comes out of performing. It's just such a transferable skill. So fearlessness, love it. Um, I listed, they are so capable and it is amazing to watch an ensemble cast. Um, you know, there's, there were, I think 40 students in, in the cast that she was just a part of. 
and what capable, talented humans, little humans, some of them really little. Um, the youngest male lead, I was like, like, look how capable he is picking up a accent and, a, you know, just all these little things that you see. And there's so much talent. I could list every single kid, but just how capable they are. That to me is something. Um, this is completely related, but it's just kind of a general statement. Dylan and being in the theater world reminded me that Broadway theater soundtracks are kind of the best. So I got a reminder of that, you know, just like listening to things with her. Um, I think a lesson from being a theater mom is like, don't forget about classic music. You know, she just did Music Man and and, you know, I wasn't exposed to that before. And, you know, she's done Newsies and, of course, lots of Disney productions. And you're like, man, it's just the best. Just the music is truly the best. Um, and then the last thing I, I had to write down was fellow theater families are really the best kind of people. They, they come across as just less judgmental, never trying to one up one another. You know, I've been to other activities where it seems like the parents are trying to kind of like one up each other a little bit. Like, oh yeah, well we do, you know, private hitting lessons for baseball or we do this or we do that. And just in the theater community, I know there's competition out there, but at least at this age bracket and where we're at now, it is a welcoming, cool place. And to me, that's just a, such a huge takeaway um, that, you know, you don't really get that. So yeah, those are my things. Yeah, I I, I agree with the uh, the soundtracks. One hundred percent. And they're like earworms. They get in there and they cannot, they cannot get out. Yeah. I mean, they're in there for, I mean, weeks. Yeah. JTF, believe me, <laughs> I was singing many. Yes. Welcome to the Renaissance was in my head from yes. something rotten junior. Yes. For weeks. Yes, it was. Weeks. And then you learned Dear Evan Hansen music and yeah. it even made your list last week. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was in there. <laughs> So, um, yeah, there's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to it, yeah. but I'm like, you know what? That's definitely something to share because, you know, we've all, we've been stretched by what our kids are into and what they're interested in. And, you know, you, you've shared before about like watching YouTube videos to learn sports you didn't grow up playing. And, you know, I grew up in theater, but not as young as Dylan. I don't know what it's like to be an elementary school kid in theater. I didn't start till sixth grade. So there's so much to learn. There's so many lessons. There's so many takeaways. And if you pay close enough attention to your children's chosen activities, there's a lesson in there for you too. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I mean, Lawson doesn't do anything that I do mm-hmm. other than martial arts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything, nothing. And I didn't start when, I mean, he started when he was three. Yeah. I didn't start till I was 10. Yeah. So, you know, almost every activity he does, I know nothing about <laughs> Um, okay. So my first question is, is, I think it's going to be an easy one for you. Okay. But, um, I want you to think about all of the celebrities on the planet. I'll try all to of think of cele- all of them. Think of them all. Okay. Okay. You, you have, you know, people that, you know, are, are, you know, in movies or TV shows or something or, or people that you, um, are familiar with. Okay. okay. So my, my question is, which celebrity do you feel like you know, uh-huh. but you've never actually met? Okay. Now, here's my caveat uh-huh. to this question. Yes. Because you are going to say either Lauren Graham, uh-huh. you're going to say either Kelly Clarkson, uh-huh. or you're going to say probably like 
um, one of your other girl. Okay. Girl, yeah, girl. You're doing great. Okay. Yes. But you, you can't mention them because you've already, ma- you've already mentioned them in, in a previous episode. So I, our listeners know that you think you know them, even though you've never met them. So you, you can't, okay, you can't say that. That's really hard because the first person that came to my brain was Lauren Graham. Yeah. And then Annie F. Downs. Okay. I didn't, I didn't mention Annie. Okay. Okay. You okay, feel like, okay. you know, you know, Annie, you're going to, you're going to go. Is that your, is that your go-to Annie? In my recent life, in my last like uh, six, seven, seven years, it'd be Annie F. Downs, hands down. Okay. Yeah. So tell us all about Annie F. Downs. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you want to know? I mean, she grew up in Georgia. She was a school teacher. She relocated to Nashville and completely uprooted all of her like life and all kinds of stuff and just felt like called to shift gears and go ahead and give Annie a follow. She's amazing. Um, she's someone who leads very transparent, very authentic and just has a laugh that makes you smile. Yeah. Yeah. Her laugh is infectious. (laughs) Um, yeah, just if, gosh, if you've made it this far and not looked at a show note from the That Sounds Fun podcast or any of the books I've mentioned over time, um, in this genre, many might call her like a Christian influencer. I don't like that because it sounds like, you know, she's, um, what's the word, like calculated. She's not a calculated person. I don't like the word like influencer too much because it feels like, you know, they're have all these sponsors who are behind their actions and it just feels like there's some falsity to it, at least the way I take that word. And yeah, I mean, she just comes across as what you see is what you get. I I met her. It was super brief. It doesn't really count. Um, (laughs) But doesn't count. Yeah. It's not like we have each other's cell phone number. Like she doesn't know my parents first names or like where I grew up or like we don't know each other. Um, but you feel like you know her. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And you know, this is kind of like a funny thing because I got to know her through listening to her podcast and there could be people who listen to our podcast who feel like they know you and know me. Now we are not on the level of notoriety as Annie F Downs. Um, but I think it, it happens that way. If you're able to peel back some some layers about yourself and share, you like we invite people in every week to squish in on the couch, and you know it's kind of a similar vibe, right? You know, yeah. we yeah, we want people to learn something from us and to be inspired and to like just kind of do life with us in this kind of weird platform to get to know us and. And, uh, you know, we're all trying to figure it out. So it's just one of those things. I think I just have always, um, you know, felt comfortable, um, related to, et cetera, et cetera. I could go on. I could tell you lots about NF Downs. Um, but yeah, she would be someone who I would categorize in the, she's a well-known figure. Who, Celebrity. Yeah. Who I, you know, yeah, I would say I feel like I know her. There you go. Yeah. Who do you feel like you know, Rick? I feel like I know Shaquille O'Neal. That's right. The Shaq. I'm surprised you didn't go with your man Denzel, but go ahead. No, Rick, tell me, no. Tell no. me what is it, the uh, the commercials for the, there, the general that there, does it for there's, you? Or? There's a lot about Denzel that I do not know. Okay. 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 I feel like he's a good, a good man. I feel mm-hmm. like he's a good Christian man. But Shaquille O'Neal, I think I, I, I feel like I know that guy. Okay. Okay. Because 
He is everywhere. Everywhere. He's everywhere. You know, he's on commercials. Gold Bond. He's, mm-hmm. he, Gold <laughs> he's Bond. selling Icy Hot. The ice, Gold yeah, Bond. Icy hot. The General. General he's yeah. selling car insurance. That's right. I, I think that he owns like seven Taco Bells, a Chipotle. Is this true? Uh, I'm, yes. Wow. It's insane. Um, I think, I mean, during the NBA season, he is all over, um, I think it's TNT, just, just pumping up games and doing analysis. Um, this guy's all over YouTube, you know, for mm-hmm. doing amazingly generous things for people. Amazingly generous. Like, he'll go in and just pay for everybody's groceries. He'll buy, he'll go into Walmart and just take care of everybody's um, layaway items. I mean, the guy's always doing things for kids. Uh, he'll stop and play, you know, basketball with kids and then buy them bicycles. I mean, it, I mean, mm-hmm. look, this stuff, a lot of it could be, could be, I say this staged, but I feel like I know the guy's heart. I feel like I know that he's just a generous, smart, amazingly capable, amazingly um, uh, focused human that is just sent here to just spread happiness. I feel like I, I know him. So I feel like me and Shaq, we're... We're tight. I could learn so much from him. And, um, you know, we could, I don't know, we could hang out, I guess, Shaq. I don't know if there's space for him on the couch, but we would, we, you'd have to go all the way to the end. I of, could sit up on the arm. I'd be okay with that <laughs> if he needs to squish. That's totally fine. All right. So if anybody knows Shaquille O'Neal and, um, you know, they're <laughs> friends with him, you know, where do we go wrong? Are we, are we missing? I mean, he's, he seems like a good dude. Here's what right? I would want for you, like hearing your yes. answer. I would want you to get to go on a fun day with him where you get to go like do giveaways for just kids do nice and, like, things for people. Pay off I love people's that stuff. And oh like, my gosh, yeah, that would like, be amazing. Um, like a day of caring or whatever that would be you want to call amazing. it. Amazing. Random acts of kindness. Right. With and, Shaquille O'Neal yeah. and Rick Rando. There you go. Look at that. There you go. I Random feel like it's acts coming. of kindness with Shaquille O'Neal and the Victory Couch. I like that. Yeah. Well, we're Jack, putting it out We're just there. putting it out there. If you want to come and join in and have a day where we're able to just give to people we would yeah we would do that, that would and be you don't amazing. have to use your funds for our portion of it we'll give that's right what we can and yeah that's right that we're not great. we're not quite to the level of no. you know paying off people's mortgages but we could <laughs> we could do we could do we'll, we'll buy their meal at chick-fil-a heck yeah, yeah we will yeah so heck yeah we're all about that all right shaquille that's o'neal good. annie f downs if you're friends with either of these people yeah tell them we said hi yeah just tell them hey and yeah. we feel like we know them All right, you ready for the next one? I am ready. So this one's going to take you back. And yes, it's dealing with one of our favorite topics. What is it, Rick? Nostalgia. The other one. Food? Yes, sir. Yes, because I have a nostalgia question. Well, there you go. (laughs) We didn't step on each other's toes. All right, here's my question. And I'm asking this because I was giving one of those like parent on the fly pieces of advice to the children at dinner time okay. and I was like look well when I was a kid I didn't like this food but sometimes you grow up and your taste buds change so I was given like that words of wisdom so my question is based on that and it's to you tonight yes asking you is there a food you disliked as a child and you ended up liking as an adult yes Caesar salads Caesar salads yes you do love a good I Caesar salad could not stand anything with Caesar dressing on it as a kid i wouldn't eat it i wouldn't smell it i wouldn't even want to be around it it was horrible and one day Uh at a golf tournament that i was in 
I went um, with my grandfather, and they were doing a pre-golf tournament dinner. And the only Holy dressing salad. they had uh-huh. was Caesar dressing. And I would always get Italian, get French, get anything but Caesar. Well, it was already on right. my salad when, because that's what Caesar, it was tossed in Caesar dressing. And they put it down in front of me, and I did not want to be rude. Everybody was eating. And I was like, okay, I guess... This is the day where I'm going to get it down. I had a lot of water there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a soft shell crab. soft shell crab. I was thinking okay, that too. Yeah. yeah. See previous, previous episode. Yeah. Uh, but I took a couple bites and I'm like, this isn't bad. This is, this is decent. This is pretty good. How, how and old were you? 14, 15? No, like 20s. Oh, wow. Okay. This was hardcore. Oh, okay. And I don't know, a couple, I guess a couple months later, I got it at a restaurant and now I love you do. Caesar salad. It's in They're your rotation favorite. of favorite things to get for lunch. Absolutely. Yeah. We have a local place here and um, it's Patrick's Pub. How about that? Mm-hmm. And they have the best Caesar salad. The best Caesar salad. Yep. It's, it's amazing. It's funny because it's like American bar food where they have like wings and hamburgers and you know that kind of mm-hmm. fare. And Rick's like, I'd like your grilled chicken Caesar salad, please. Every single time. No croutons. No croutons. No croutons. No croutons. Um, so I have an extender question to that. Okay. Too. Okay. Um, I'm just going to put the shout out for mine and answer it that way and then go back for part two. Mine was pizza. Really? I didn't like pizza as a kid. Did you know that? What? Yeah, I didn't eat pizza. Pe- I didn't like pizza. Are you serious? <laughs> you can call my mom wow. tomorrow. I did not like pizza as a kid. I've known you 20 years and I don't. I didn't know that. Yeah, 21 years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, Are I, you serious? I didn't like pizza as a so kid. So what did you eat when everybody else ordered the... the so the, my parents, we did do homemade um, pizza nights on Fridays and I had that. Like, Did you, know, you eat it? Yeah, I did. I mean, it wasn't my favorite, but I didn't like pizza until I was a teenager. Wait, you would have homemade pizza? Well, the, I mean, you grew up in the 80s and 90s. Whatever okay. your parents cook, that's what you eat. I mean, that's just how it was. But if it's my choice, like something you enjoy eating, I did oh. not enjoy pizza. Okay. It's not something I You liked. ate it, but you didn't like it. No, I didn't like pizza. And ask them. I'd be like, or like, you know, if it was a special treat and there was carryout from like Little Caesars or something, I was not into pizza until I got at least to be a teenager. Hmm. So as a young child, like Bill's age, did not like pizza. Interesting. Yeah. My part two or like B of this question. Okay. Is there something that you disliked as a kid and you still dislike? Like I had something, I'll answer it, where, you know, if you're sitting at the table and your parents are like, come on, Ricky, you got to finish, eat a couple more bites. And you're like, but I hate fill in the blank. For me, it was hamburgers. Yeah. But I hate hamburgers. And I wouldn't say it like that. I wasn't a snotty little kid, but you know, be like, I don't like hamburgers. Julie, eat your hamburger. Hated hamburgers as a kid hate hamburgers as an adult hate's a strong word I would strongly say, dislike what i would what say uh cabbage uh-huh. beets <laughs> lima beans buttered beans any type of bean we know you don't like beans yeah yes. i'm not a fan we of are bean. the hummus generation after all <laughs> that's yeah. right uh yeah that's uh, i think beets beets that'd be yeah, your top gross ha- no, let me you. ask you this sorry sorry beet family have you tried a beet in your adulthood yes really yeah, Can I'm I not, tell you I'm not something? Beats. I don't think I've ever tried one just because they look funny, 
And really? Yeah, because they look like cranberry sauce, but, but they're not. not. Yeah. Oh, it's not sweet. Like, you know when it's there yummy. for Thanksgiving? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not even going to touch that. Yes, I am Beats. a grown female who's never, I don't think I've ever had a beet. But I don't have, I don't have any interest in it. What about either. a lima bean? Have you ever had a lima bean? Yeah, I think at my mom's house. What about house. a buttered bean? Have you ever no. had that? I don't yeah, think so. What's the difference? I don't know. Not much. <laughs> We're not having that. <laughs> that is cool, though. There are so many foods, like we've said before, yeah. that the, the kids just won't. I mean, if they yeah. leave the house and want to eat all this stuff, have at it. But yeah. I'm not buying cabbage or beets. Cabbage. Or, then go to Aunt Jen's house and have some beets. She'll have them there. <laughs> but I mean, she cabbage. she has the rainbow of garden oh, awesome food. Cabbage. Oh, no, her daughter you. eats like a pro. But yeah, our kids have not been exposed to a lot of that type but of stuff. There, there's cabbage and spring rolls. It's different. And Dee liked them until she heard that spring rolls have cabbage in them. She's like, I like this. What's in it? And I'm I like, like well, there's cabbage. But it's different. It's not just cabbage. Right. Same thing with beer rock. I've shared about beer rock before. It's cabbage and hamburger meat with dough wrapped around it. Yeah, I know. You guys should see his face. He's like, Ugh. No, thank you. Yeah. yeah. We're not fans. But no, it's you. funny though. Isn't it funny how there's foods that you strongly didn't care for as That's a kid? Right. And now like I almost want to be like that kid back at the table and be like, see mom and dad, I still don't like it. You know? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> All right. So speaking of things. Oh, nostalgia. Yes. When we are younger. Yes, sir. What do you got? Okay. So do you know how like you talk to your grandfather, your dad or something or, or your grandmother and you'd say and they'd say back in my day mm-hmm. and they would say dot, 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 right. dot. Right. Okay. So my question is really simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in 2023, what's your back in my day story or quote mm-hmm. or just reference that you have found yourself saying um and you are either proud of it or like oh my gosh I can't believe we did that or or that kind of thing oh that's hard I don't know how if this answers the question so you can tell me but the first thing that popped in my brain was candy bars were three for a dollar mm, um, yeah I remember being in the grocery store aisle at Shoppers Food Warehouse, which is where our family did a lot of our grocery shopping until we got a Safeway in our hometown. Um, But we would drive 40 minutes, uh, depending on the town, either 30 or 40 minutes to a Shoppers Food Warehouse. And at the checkout, if it was like the big shopping day, you know, where you bought like the majority of, I got to pick luckily I'm one of three so I got to pick one for me and I pick one for each of my siblings if they were not at the shopping adventure and then when we got home usually the oldest got a three musketeers bar the middle got a butterfinger and I was kind of a wild card you know whatever struck my fancy that day but I guess it'd be candy bars were three for a dollar that'd be one and also may I mention at the checkout there were the uh cigarette vending machines oh, just yeah. right across the way I remember that. and while my mom was checking out i just like pulled a little springy thing you know it was kind of like a pinball machine spring yeah you know what i'm talking about i do know what yeah. you're talking about yeah and i would play with the cigarette <laughs> mach- vending machines <laughs> at like that's crazy six years old yeah or whatever. kids yeah if you're younger so you back in your, my day get your cigarettes from a vending machine you could you could i would just play with the knobs because they did they felt like a pinball machine yeah yeah that's right. Sorry. So oh my there's goodness. your back in my day. Oh, I have a bunch. I'm sure I did have do. a lot of time to think about this. Yes. So you ready? Back in my day, phone cords would tangle. Sure. Yeah. That's right. Because you had the long phone cord. Listen, the phone was a wall unit right. and it was either a short cord that was all like curled up mm-hmm. 
or it was a great big long one. If you were fancy, you had a long phone cord that eventually over time would get all tangled and crazy. Some people listening have never even spoken on a phone with a cord. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. So if you wanted to have a conversation with your friends, you had to be by the phone, Mm -hmm. arrange a time, and then you'd have to like take the phone in the other room and whisper so nobody could hear what you were saying or take it in. There's, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. They couldn't, you couldn't just make a phone call Mm -hmm. from wherever you wanted. So phone cords would tangle. Back in my day, we got our driver's license as soon as we could. That's right. Yes, sir. That's right. 16 on the day. Boom. The the parents are like begging kids to get their driver's (laughs) license now, right? All right. Ready? Back in my day, uh, we drank out of the hose. That's right. And it was warm. It It was usually warm in the sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what kind of diseases yeah. we're floating in we're there we're fine but, we're all fine uh back in my day windows needed winding to be put up and down yeah back in my day you know dad's truck still does because yeah. he special ordered them that way yeah yeah so if you wanted to put the window down or up you didn't hit the button yeah. you crank had to it. you had to crank it up and crank it down yeah yeah uh back in my day we had to go to the library for information that's right no google yeah you needed and to know your card catalog. Reference the Dewey Decimal System. That's right. How about that? Back in my day, uh, my parents didn't know my grades until report card day. <laughs> oh, that's a really good one. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's not true these days. Parents can Instantly. hover all they want and know exactly what's going on in math. Back in my day, we pinch rolled our jeans. Some did. I did not. Well, this is my answer to my question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so we pinch rolled our jeans back on the left side of the couch. <laughs> um, last one. Back in my day, we made mixtapes. A thousand percent. Mixtapes. And you wanted the DJ to hurry, like stop doing a long intro because they talk all the way up until right when the lyrics started. Yep. Hated that. But yep. like, stop talking through the good intro. Yeah. And if you were really lucky, you got a chance to hear like the extended version of the song. I just remember hmm. um, Meatloaf. Oh my gosh, anything. Um, yeah, for anything. Love. Yeah, for love. Yeah. Like, there was a short version, there was a long version, and you were hoping you didn't know which version you were going to get. And I guess it was well, oh my if, gosh. if the DJ needed a long smoke break, he would, he would play like a long one or something. But you were just hoping, like, oh, I want the extended version, you know? So, yeah, mixtapes, also singles, cassette tapes. Yes. You could buy just the single, and then you got the B song, the B roll on the other side that you have to fast forward all the way, flip it over, right. and then you could listen to whatever was on the other side, yeah. which I never did most cases. Random, yeah. Yeah, how about that? So, oh, that's so good. Back in my day. Well, I think we've made it to uh, Couch Crumbs. What's your Couch Crumb this week, Julie? <laughs> you ready for this one? You know this because you heard me rant for about four minutes on it over the weekend. So on top of running everywhere and running all the errands, have you ever, parents... Downloaded an app for one of your kids' many activities. <laughs> well, here it comes. Here hey, it comes. this is probably one of my top couch crumbs of the week, which okay. means I'm a pr- pretty privileged person if this is all I have. But here's what it comes down to. You have to download all these apps being a modern parent because if your kid plays like violin, you need one for that. If they have, you know, racquetball lessons on Tuesday, the team has one for that. If they play like ours, baseball, softball, soccer, travel soccer, um, obviously all the performing arts are on an app. Like Everything's on an app, okay? So I have this app for our son's baseball team, 
and it was Saturday and their game got rescheduled. It wasn't even on the original schedule for Saturday. So, okay, it got squished into the weekend. But it was on the app that it was rescheduled. Production weekend, mind you, okay? Theater families, production weekend. Squeezed in an extra baseball game. It was not in our community. It was not five minutes from our house. It was 30 minutes from our house, okay? I left our house at 11.15 that morning on the dot to drive and get our son from karate. I then proceeded to drive 40 minutes north, hustled like hustled like crazy i mean kids are eating like you know barely getting by in the car to kind of have a meal in their body you guys know the days and lawson's like putting on his uniform like we are we are killing ourselves to get to this like small town 30 minutes away from our house 40 minutes from the karate studio okay get all the way up there it is one minute past when i was supposed to get him there and i'm looking across the street and the cell phone service is really spotty there and I'm like, okay, I went on the app earlier to make sure the game was still happening. I did not see the word cancel. We get all the way up there. You know where I'm going, parents. We get all the way up there. And I'm like, no one's at the field. So I call a fellow baseball mom who I knew would answer her phone. And she was like, Julie, they, they canceled that. And I was like, what? I was like, it wasn't on the app. She's like, oh, they put it on like the mom Facebook messenger thing or whatever. And I'm like thinking that is the second time in our son's life in the last two years I've been burned by not being on messenger all the time or at least checking Facebook more regularly okay I I manage three different Facebook accounts I have my own personal Facebook if I put on the Bing notification my phone would go off all the time and I'd lose my absolute mind so I don't have my notifications on. I sometimes go in and remind myself to check, you know, a couple times a day. No big deal. But apparently it wasn't there first thing in the morning because I did check first but, thing. But here's the thing. This is why this you is, have the we app. We have the apps. They, they had us download another, another app. app. I have the app. They communicate through the app. They so, put all the stuff on the app. The schedule's on the app. So I was the bummed. The stats are on the app. Everything's, Everything's on, on the, app. the app. Except... The fact that the game was canceled. When they canceled. Because when Julie called me... To tell me the game was canceled, yeah, I was, was halfway already, there. He was halfway there. Because I, you like the app my too, wife, checked the app. Yeah. It was spotty rain. Okay, is it going to, you know, like it was cloudy. It's baseball, like, though. They're but, playing if it's sprinkling. It's I don't fine. Know. I don't know. It's rain. I mean, I don't know. I've, You're going to play? We I not? mean, whatever. They called it, which is ridiculous. <sighs> and they called it that early, and they didn't put it on the app. Put so it on the app. put it on the app. If you organize something for kids, and you make us download an app. Put it on the app. Please just put it on the app. So I did. I, yes, I was frustrated. And yes, I took a picture of our son. And yes, I said, hey, for next time, can we please, when we make a cancellation or a change or anything, can we please also put it on the app? And you know, yes, frustrated. Yes, couch crumb. But I'm just trying. This is a public service announcement. It really just is. Please put it on. Put it on if I have to download an app, and I don't like being on my cell phone all the time anyway, if I have to be on it to check it for something, just put it, please just put it on there. And if that's not going to be the main form of communication, let us know on the app that we had to download. Hey, we might be communicating on Facebook Messenger. We might be doing a group text or which, ugh, please, hopefully not. But anyhow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was my couch crumb, hun. Sorry, guys, for the long rant. That was abbreviated from what Rick heard on Saturday. But there you go. 
Put there it on is the app. My, Put it on the app, put people. Put it on the app. Glad to get that off my chest, Rick. What's your couch, Grim? Well, (laughs) mine has nothing to do with apps or technology. Okay, okay. What do you got? My, uh, I was, I don't know how to say this delicately. Um, I fell down the stairs last night. Yeah, our stairs was wearing running socks, which I don't normally wear, and I was rushing. And I fell down the stairs, and I'm not doing so good today. I didn't hear you, and I wasn't nearby, but I I do it, know the it aftermath. Was, it was pretty yeah. bad. I'm pretty pretty bruised up, back, neck, rear end, forearm. I'm I'm a little rough here, Juliana. Yeah. Yeah. So my couch crumb has to do with my stair, my stair footing. How about that? So just and went down slippery socks hard. I, st- I, I'm pretty sure I fell here on like maybe the fourth step of maybe mm. 12, 13 steps. And I went oh, all the way down. Yeah. Boom. I almost took your mom out. She was in front of me. Oh man. I almost took her, her, took her with me. Oh. But out of the two of us, I'm glad I fell and not her. Yes. Or your dad. Yes. Or my mom or something like that. So couch crumb, not good. Yeah. I feel like my couch crumb is very minimal compared to that, honey. So I don't know. Yeah. Wasted two hours on a Saturday. Uh, I don't know. Anyhow. All right. What's your prop, prop your feet up? Let's do switch it. it. Let's do flip it. it. Do it. Do it. All right. You ready for this? My I'm prop ready. your feet up over the week is that the last spelling test of third grade is this week. Oh, thank heavens. <laughs> do you know, I'm going to just say this right now. Those third grade They're words so hard. are hard. They're hard. Mediterranean. And corduroy, corduroy and turquoise. Tur- corduroy. I can hardly say that word. Corduroy. Yeah. I don't know how to spell I, corduroy. I still struggle with it. You know what I do? I get on my phone. I go, doot corduroy, <laughs> and then turn my phone off. And then, like, I'm going to text somebody, uh-huh. and it'll show me how to spell it. Because right. Dylan's like, how do, you, how do you spell Mesopotamia? I'm like, um, <laughs> hold on. Mesopotamia. Doot-doot. And it's yeah. like, M-E... <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to spell that. I mean, I don't know. Like, yes, kids, listen. Yes, learn, learn your spelling spell. words. You need to know this. Okay? And it's so stressful. Very important. But, you know. It's like the stress of every single week. And I'm just glad that this week, it's the last spelling test of third grade. The yes. school year's almost over. Yes. And then my last add-on prop is I went to the movies with my mom and my good friend Amy. During the day. During the day, I sure did. On bonus popcorn day. Nice. I took off. Uh, guys, I wasn't skipping out of work. I took <laughs> off that day. It's like a legit, I legit took off. Okay? <laughs> you might want to put that in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can check my timesheet. It says annual leave. I took off. <laughs> she okay? took it off. Took off. It was a legit day. Legit she went day. to the movies in the middle of the day. It was, it was random. Okay. But yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah. She'd all go to the movies in the middle of the day. This is fun. Yeah. There's like, it's kind of that there's thing nobody there. that you realize when you're an adult and you're like, man, I could have cheesecake for breakfast. I could go to the movies in the middle of the day. I could, it's like that freedom thing of being an adult. Psh, you want to go to the movies on a Monday, free popcorn day? Go do it. With your friend and your mom? Psh, go do it, people. Do it's it. good stuff. Mom was in town. I took off because it was crazy from production weekend. Go do it, people. Go do it. Yeah, there's my prop. All right. Well, mine is, is very simple. Um, I'm getting ready to uh, host my good friend, Grandmaster Anthony Hockley from Australia. Yay. He's going to be coming in. 
Uh, the countdown is on. It's like two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick him up from the airport. He has to take, I believe, three flights just to get to the States. Mm-hmm. And then once he's here, it is a whirlwind. He is going pretty much everywhere on the East Coast, you can imagine. And uh, yeah, I'm going to get a chance to see. I haven't seen him in four years, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so, his itinerary looks like a rock star who's doing a like East Coast, West Coast tour. I don't know how he, he could keep it all straight for yeah. one, but also plan it plan the itinerary being on the other side of the world right yeah like and then like taking this bus and this flight and this hopper and this jump and this person picks you up and you stay at this hotel and i mean oh my goodness yeah. it's it's, it's crazy it's crazy yeah. so yay grandmaster hockley coming in excited yeah he's your aussie brother as we would say he is yeah. he says uh brother from another mother is what he says <laughs> can't really do an Australian accent. No, we're not going to pretend that we can. No, I'm not even going to do it, but he he does it. Well, guys, we've been on a ride. Of course, we brought in some food and nostalgia for you. Obviously talked about our kids as we always, well, not always, often do. But we we hope you guys are enjoying the season with us. Season two is definitely a little bit different than season one. Please know we have not forgot about our upcoming promised bonus episodes that will be reaching you in the near future. Um, talking all about Q&A and Disney. That's my expertise yes. area. We're getting there, guys. We're getting there. We're just trying to get through um, some regular day-to-day, week-to-week stuff first. But we promise the content, it is a coming. You know what we, we did get this week? We got a lot of new reviews. We did. We got, I think, so, four new reviews. Thank you. Thank you, thank guys. You. Thank you. Thanks for saying that, Rick. Thanks yeah, for absolutely. stopping me. I'm looking at you like, what did I forget? Okay. Yeah, yeah we got a lot of new we reviews. Did. So, so fresh ones. You know fresh, what I mean? So yes. we, we need that. We, we, we would love the feedback. If you haven't left a review or would like to, please do that. Even if it's just, you know, the, the stars or the hearts or whatever, you know, format that you uh, subscribe to us on or consume us on. You know, we, we love, we love the words too. I think well we read every single one we read every single one the moment it happens it's like hey Mm -hmm. did you see this and and then just piecing together the stories behind who's listening it's just cool stuff so yes thank you new reviewers um I can just think like Andrew Emily there's just been a handful and keep them coming keep Keep them coming coming, guys we appreciate you so until next week go out there finish your May strong friends you got this Carry on. Let us know what we can do over the uh, coming upcoming summer to maybe brighten your day. If you have any ideas for us, shout it out. You can see all in our show notes below how to get a hold of us on Instagram, Facebook, or just a quick little email. We love little email notes, so feel free to stay in touch, guys. Please go out there, brighten someone's day. If you are struggling or if you're um, having just some hard days and you need any ounce of encouragement or someone to pray for you, we would be more than honored to do that for you. So please feel free to reach out. Thank you guys so much for, um, for just being listeners, for being um, consumers of our crazy thoughts every single week. But we just uh, appreciate it and hope that we are able to spread a little light into your days. So until Thanks. next week, yeah. guys. Thanks for squishing in. Bye. Bye. We are Rick and Julie Rando, and you've been listening to the Victory Couch podcast. You can follow the Victory Couch on Instagram, Facebook, and thevictorycouch.com. Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on the Victory Couch.